on TV, online, and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. The use of artificial intelligence seems to be branching out into nearly every corner of our lives. Now, robo-advisors are acting as money managers and want to help you invest your money. Is this a way to work smarter, not harder, or a real danger to humanity? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's get started. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. While we've seen companies around the world race to roll out artificial intelligence applications and programs, the financial sector has been no different. JP Morgan recently disclosed that it has been working on software similar to the AI-powered chat GPT that would help make investment choices for clients. While the industry has been exploring how to lure consumers through new technological advancements, how far is too far? That's a question the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission is asking. The SEC chair, Gary Gensler, has tasked his staff with issuing recommendations of how to handle conflicts of interest in using predictive data tools. According to reports, the SEC is planning to introduce new roles rules for brokerages that use AI to interact with clients in a couple of months. Uh, Our particular focus is that robo-advising, and there's 51 million accounts in America that has separately managed accounts from investment advisors, brokerage applications, again, millions of Americans, that The applications are using artificial intelligence, predictive data analytics, where they may be putting their revenues, the platform's revenues, this is, ahead of their client's interest and how to deal with those conflicts where they're scooping up data on our lives, scooping up data from our, you know, potentially from how we drive our cars to our Fitbits to the programs we watch, and then marketing to us, differentially marketing to us, uh, rather than thinking, putting us first, putting us, the clients first, which is, I think, really what uh, finance uh, is meant to be about. For more, let's bring in Oz Sultan, the chief strategist with the Sultan Interactive Group. Thanks so much for joining me today. So would you trust AI to invest your money? Thanks for having me. Um, you know, it's interesting. Inside of the crypto market today, you've got AIs that you could use, and I've tested a couple of them out. Um, most of the case, they're not really better in terms of performing uh, than some of the fun- like fundamental money managers that you could get out there are. Um, But when you start coming into regulated uh, ecosystems like this, financial advisors typically have to get two to three different licenses in order to to actually manage your money, to make these recommendations. And they basically charge a fee structure uh, that they're compensated on. Um, What you have here is just literally cutting out the entire human component altogether. And I think what Gensler points out is is interesting because on the one side, there's the, the factor that, you know, you have the AIs, they could analyze a tremendous amount of data, they can make better trading recommendations in some respects, they, they may or may not perform. 
Um, but in the opposite side of this is what he talked about in terms of the marketing and the data collection, because the amount of personal data that are you're basically able to acquire right now, if you're any company out there and feed into these models could do two things. One, it could influence how um, these companies are, are actually selling products to clients and whether those are trading products or money management products or, or, or the like. But on the opposite side of this, it could, it could raise just a bunch of um, concerns in terms of how you're being marketed to or psychologically marketed to based upon the amount of personal data that these companies can now buy and utilize. Now, it's being reported that the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission is planning to introduce new rules for brokerages that use AI to interact with clients. What might those rules include? So they're looking uh, probably October at releasing these. Um, number one is that you may have to have someone who's a certified, uh, you know, authorized like representative to oversee the AIs and they themselves may have to be licensed. Uh, there may be a, a requirement. I think it's a little silly to say that the AI would have to take the test because we already have AIs that are passing the bar. Um, but there has to be some sort of, of, of structured like regulation around that, right? Um, and then secondarily, I think there's going to be sort of safeguards and guidelines. You know, we've had a number of major financial firms uh, that have been gutted over the past two decades just simply because of a rogue trader. Um, Hong Kong and London are the best examples where, you know, $20, $30 billion disappeared in, in a night um, based upon just bad options trading. Um, so there's a lot of questions about that kind of a thing um, and the ethics and, you know, the guidelines and the safety guidelines around that, that I think the SEC is considering. Um, but then, you know, it's, it's going to become this more interesting thing that happens with the marketing data. And for that, they're looking specifically at artificial intelligence engines just for marketing and machine learning, um, which is where they could just feed in, you know, tons of data about specific clients that they're already selling products to and figure out psychological ways to market additional products to them. They just want this done in somewhat of an ethical fashion. So I, I think the steps now are good, um, but it's yet to be seen what the, the final decisions are going to be. How dangerous do you think this could be? I think that there's significant risks. Um, you know, a lot of this comes down to how you developed your AI model, how you've trained it. Um, and then also at the same time, like, what are you looking at in terms of risk analysis inside of the models that are being deployed? How exactly does this AI trade? Uh, what are its triggers? And also, if there's a market run, you know, is it the type of thing where like an advisor would say, get out of the market now and get you out of the market? Is it going to do that or would it leave you in for, you know, additional exposure just because it'll make the companies more money? Um, these are all very like interesting ethical questions that, that arise and you don't necessarily have a human component inside of the AI to, to do those gut checks. So I think, um, that's a big risk. I think that too much personal information tied around your finances in the hands of, uh, advertising, you know, companies uh, that are either outside of these fund management companies or in the fund management companies themselves could be risky. And then think thirdly, there's a cybersecurity component to this. If all of this information is now in the hands of something that could be hacked, uh, that has access to all of these databases, um, what's the risk to customers? What's the risk to clients? Um, and then what's the risk to your money at the end of the day? 
Now we do know data collection is a huge industry, but what's different here is that you really don't have a choice. It's almost an automatic uh, tracking system in, in some degrees. Talk a little bit about why it's different now moving forward than what we've seen in the past. So a lot of this goes back to the Cambridge Analytica decision, um, you know, where Cambridge was basically thrown out because people found out that by signing the Facebook terms of service, all of their personal data, including their likes, including the groups that they were in, including their, their social and political persuasions were all basically up for sale. Nowadays, it's a little bit more risky because every single, if you ever looked at the, the terms of service of every single app on your phone, all of these apps now have the ability to sell their data. So what we're talking about is if you have clients, let's say a group of a million clients that are interested in social good type investments where they're looking at, you know, sustainable uh, coffee or sustainable plastics or wind farms or these types of things, they could actually be pulling a significant amount of information from personal applications of these users because they have the users. Uh, they could be purchasing that and they could be tailoring products for them. Um, at the same time, they could also be providing information that may or may not be accurate in terms of influencing clients to purchase additional products or invest in, you know, certain companies that perhaps the, the, the financial management company itself has interests in. So there's conflict of interest questions. There's ethical questions around, you know, keeping money safe. There's cybersecurity mm -hmm. questions. Um, and then there's the overall, like, you know, what exactly do these products look like? And that's something we still have to exactly. see. Exactly. And we'll have to continue the conversation again. Uh, Sultan, thanks so much for joining us. More ticker news right after this.